You're listening to Letters to Jaleesa, Compassion Without Compromise podcast. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back. I'm super excited to be back. Today is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone who is tuning in. And if you're listening later on in life, still, happy Valentine's Day, because every day is a day that you can use to love someone, love on someone, and be loved. So why not still wish you a happy Valentine's Day in advance? I'm actually excited about today's episode because I feel like I have been there and I have definitely gone through it and gotten through it. But before we get into the episode, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in, listening, uh, subscribing to my YouTube channel, for sharing um, my podcast and for also like liking it on Spotify and Apple Music and Amazon I mean and Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music I'm just like dang every time I see my podcast um, I guess like algorithm and the different stats I'm impressed every single time like God is good that's all I could say but thank you all so much but without further ado We're going to get into episode number 14. Today's episode is going to be titled Loneliness, Absence of the Lord in Your Everyday Life. And I actually have a letter. Um, The letter reads, Dear Jaleesa, I've been in a depressive state lately. I wanted to write in months ago, but I needed time to get my thoughts together. And you know what? That's okay. Sometimes when I'm going through this, I tend to isolate myself until I'm ready for outside help. Well, now I know I need help and I'm ready to receive it. I felt lonely. I don't hang out with my friends or I feel lonely. I don't hang out with my friends much, partially because I don't have the time or they don't have the time when I'm available. I thought I liked being alone, but I've realized that I miss having consistent company. I recently started dating again, but the communication has been inconsistent, which is also a reminder that I'm lonely at times. What's your take? Baby, my take is that I'm sure everyone at some point has felt lonely. Something that you said is that uh, right now you're at a place where you're ready to receive help. And I think that that's very important especially with what I'm about to share with you is being able to get out of that state of mind of loneliness because I feel like you're vulnerable when you feel lonely and also that mentality of loneliness is a sensitive place to be so I'm glad that you're ready for the advice because I've been there before and I was not ready for the advice that people were giving me um so yeah, let's let's get into it. Um, first of all, go to Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. And we're going to the King James Version, y'all. I know I be saying New Living Translation, but no, like sometimes you got to go back and listen to how they were speaking back in the day because it be hitting different when you get to, I guess, decode the message in your own like words based off of what the original like you know interpretation said but um okay so yes this is in the king james version it says fear thou not for i am with thee be not dismayed for i am thy god i will strengthen thee yea i will help thee 
Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Baby, if that doesn't give you confidence within itself, and if that is not a reminder within itself that literally God is going to have you and hold you at all times, I don't know what other scripture I should have started with. I feel like this is the one. And this is one that I don't feel like a lot of people cover as often. But it's important because to be lonely is to adopt the state of mind that you are alone or without company. But literally in this scripture, God is saying, I am thy God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you. Like, don't be discouraged. Don't be scared. And I feel like when you are lonely, you are fearful of actually being alone, of having no one and nothing to be there for you. But God is like, I'm here. God says that he is with you, so you shouldn't be scared or discouraged, right? And I feel like sometimes we treat God like he is stagnant or immobile, but he is omnipresent, meaning he could be everywhere, everywhere, all together, all at once, wherever you are, whatever, like whatever you're doing, God is going to be there. And there are several times in the Bible where he makes mention that he is not only God, but that he is in our presence. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, in the New Living Translation, it says, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Meaning there is no limit to when or how God will be there for you. So always means at all times. When you're crying, he is there. When you're scared, he is there. When you're lost, he is there. When you are stressed, he is there. When you are depressed, he's really, really, really there. So there is no time in your life that God has not been there. So why the loneliness, you know? In Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, and this is in the King James Version, he says, Come on to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He says, come to me. Literally, God is saying, come and keep company with me. Come to me with everything at any time, and I will bring you peace and rest. If you're feeling lonely and depressed, oftentimes there's so many things going on in your mind that are overwhelming you. And God is saying, I will give you a peace and a rest that will solve all of this. But you have to be willing to give that pressure to him because he don't mind it. And he's literally saying, like, come to me and give it to me and I will give you peace and rest in return. So my question to you is like when you're feeling lonely and, you know, your friends don't have time for you or the person that you're talking to doesn't like, you know, isn't making the time for you. Are you going to God? 
And at those times when you're feeling lonely and when you're feeling depressed, how close to God do you think that you are at that time? Like, think back to those times and just in your mind on a scale from one to 10, how close do you feel like you were with God at that time? Because if you're seeking um, outside attention, I'm not saying hanging out with your friends is like too much. Like that's no problem. I understand that. And it is nice to have company. Adam himself wanted company. And when he needed company, God gave him Eve. So I definitely understand that, you know, feeling. But for you, because you have the ability to pray and to talk to God and to ask him to give you that rest or to um, rebuke the thought and the mindset of loneliness, is that something that you have introduced into your relationship with God? That's just a question. Just want to know. Come with me to verse 29. And this is in the Amplified Version. It says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, following me as my disciple. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, renewal, blessed, quiet for your souls. Verse 30 says, for my yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. It says, for my yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. Okay, and at the very beginning of that of verse 29, it says, take my yoke upon you. Take my yoke upon you. What does that mean? So. Specifically and literally speaking, a yoke is actually like. um, It's like a latch or a, um, some sort of um, wooden contraption that was used to keep oxen together so you know like when there's like a big herd of cattle they would use um a yoke to strap around them to keep them together so that they would walk side by side so figuratively speaking I mean still this is the literal context but it's not actually the actual yoke but how I see it is to add it into context as far as your relationship with God or Jesus when he's saying take my yoke he's saying take my bond take my tie take my vow take my link like this is another invitation where God where Jesus is asking for you to come to him yet again and in this case he's like let's let's link up you know what I'm saying like like let's let's create this relationship to where we are inseparable where we have to do it together take my yoke take my trust take my hand Jesus is saying Take my bond into or over your life and learn from me like my wingman. Because he says, following me as my disciple. He goes, I'm not too much. I'm understanding to a degree that it'll put you at ease. You're going to find peace with me. You don't got to do too much. You don't got to worry about too much when, it, when, when you're with me. 
so long as we are doing this together and you're allowing me to to be the leader, you're going to be good. Like the things that we deal with in life that we try to deal with by ourselves become so hard and so tense because we're not even thinking about how we have such a higher powerful force that we can call on to that can put ease and rest to so many things but yet we have it made up in our minds at times that we have to figure out how it's going to get done in the message version of um verse 30 it says keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly keep company with me I don't know about y'all, but when I hear things like that in the Bible, I get so like, I don't even know. I I guess for lack of better words, I just get excited. Like it makes me feel like I'm that girl because there are so many invitations where it's like the cool kid wants me to come like sit with him, come hang with him. But like the coolest kid ever, like wants me to be in his presence. And here I am making mistakes in my life. You know, I'm not perfect. I be praying. I'm I'm cool. You know, I'm a nice person, but I'm not the nicest person. I'm not the sweetest person that, that you'll ever like come across, but I try my best. And even in my efforts, because I've acknowledged him, he's really acknowledging me. Like, hey, this Jaleesa right here. And he's doing the same with you. So it's like he's saying, keep company with me. And then we turn around and say, oh, my goodness, I'm lonely and depressed. And he's like, there's a seat next to me. Why you don't want to come sit next? Like, all you have to do is call on, call, call me. I'm going to pick up every time. And we could still sit there and be like, I'm alone. I'm by myself. To keep company is to be in his presence. It's to become familiar with him. It's to allow yourself quality time with him. And how do you do that? You learn his voice. And how do you learn his voice? By reading the word. If you are keeping company with the Lord, you cannot be alone. The state of mind you are in when you're feeling lonely is simply self-absorbed or selfish because it's based off of your own perception of where you are in life without the acknowledgement of God. It's saying that whatever you're doing or wherever you're going or whatever you're going through, God is not with you. Now I understand that God is not a physical being and we still want attention outside of that but the loneliness that you feel that then creates depression is a loneliness that you get when you're looking for company physically and not even looking at how you could spiritually get yourself back to a place where you are okay with physically being by yourself because you know that God is working on something with you. He's allowing you to be in a place of solidarity where you're not distracted 
So it's like, let me remove these friends from your life for a little bit. Let me remove this situation from your life a little bit because I need you to see something. Because whatever it is that he's preparing, you need to be able to absorb it all when it's coming in. And you need to know what to do with what it is that you're going to be blessed with. And if you are not prepared for it, you might misuse it or misplace it and miss the lesson that was supposed to come with it. In my opinion, I don't know how true this is, but for me, the way that I think about things sometimes is that because we have free free will, there are different paths that we can take to get to the same exact spot. And we have the choice of choosing what we want our path to look like based off of what our, like our next steps are. You don't have to go through what you go through as hard if you're asking for God to guide you along the way. So even if you're going through a time in your life where you are physically alone and don't have anyone around you, it's not to make you feel depressed. It's not to make you feel lonely, but there's a possibility that it's God either protecting you for something or someone sometimes even yourself or it's God preparing you for what's to come. And if you did not have enough free time to be by yourself, would you take the time out to even come to him, to keep him company, to keep company with him in Hebrews chapter 13, verse five in the King James version, it says, for he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. We know this one. I feel like if you ever went to church, just one Sunday, one random Sunday, I feel like you know this one. This is like towards the bottom. This is not the full scripture, but towards the bottom it says, for he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. That's God's promise right there. That's his promise to us. His promise is to be there. So we have the privilege of having access to him through Christ. Huh. <sighs> big flex oh my goodness in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 it says now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly according to the power that worketh in us verse 21 says unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages world without end amen what throughout all time eternity till the end of of the world this man is saying he can do all things including get getting you out of your state of loneliness god is just waiting for you to call on to him and this is not to dilute what it is that you're going through or to even like stun on you like oh like you think your problems aren't that big like no that's not that at all what i'm saying is it's me it's really me being excited knowing that you won't be where you are too much longer because what I'm telling you, I'm telling you from experience and I'm excited because I know how God can literally turn things around so quickly, but you have to work with them, talk to them and see what it is that he was trying to even get you to see during 
that. Like there could be a shift that needs to happen, but that shift won't happen until you have isolated yourself from distractions. Like I feel like anytime that I come out of isolation, I come out like, Ooh, like rah, you know, like ready for for every and anything, honestly. That's how I feel because I have more time to talk to God and I have more time to like think through certain situations. It's really my time to overthink, but not overthink in a bad, like, oh my goodness, I can't sleep type of way, but overthink in the sense that I'm like, what does God want me to see? And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, I don't really feel comfortable around this person anymore. I don't really feel comfortable around this situation anymore. I feel like I need to leave this job. And I'm thinking about all these different things. And then I'm like, okay, and what have my prayers been lately? Oh yeah, my prayer was just the other day for me to feel uncomfortable in places where God does not want me to be. And then I'm like, oh, shoot. It's time for me to give up that friendship, give up that relationship, um, leave that job. And I'm not doing this no more. Like, you know, it. that's what it comes around to. But it's like when I'm actually in it, I'm like, why do I feel so depressed? Why do I feel so alone? And whole time God is like, girl, the fact that you can feel depressed and alone and you surrounded by people, but because it's not, I guess, like the company that you want, you start to feel like super lonely. You should just take a step back and be like, man, what have I been praying for? Or in what situations have I been the most uncomfortable in? And then ask God to help you have peace with whatever it is and to show you what you need to see. If actually, let's go to verse 19. Let's go back a little bit. Because in verse 19, uh, this is Ephesians chapter three, verse 19. It says, and to know the love of Christ. Which passeth knowledge that yea might be filled with all the fullness of God, huh? And to know the love of Christ, if you know God's love, Christ's love, and that literally that's a synonym, Christ is love, God is love. If you know that and you know the word, because it says, which passeth knowledge, You will be so full and filled with God that there won't be such a loneliness that can send you into a a dark hole because you know that you're working with God. Like, again, I understand physically feeling like you are by yourself, but tap into your spirituality for a second because there could be one person in a crowd full of people that says, I'm lonely. Then there could be another person who is at home by themselves who will say, I'm lonely. Which of the two people is actually lonely? Both of them. Both people are actually lonely because that's the state of mind. It does not physically matter whether they were around a billion people or whether they're alone alone like no one's around they feel lonely 
And that's how they feel because that is the mindset that they have adopted for themselves because of the perception they had of where they were in life. If you are filled with God, you will know Christ's love. And to know so, again, is by knowing the word and understanding that he himself will fight for you and that he will bless you beyond measure, that he will comfort you and that he'll love you endlessly under the condition that you do not deny him. Therefore, as a child of God, we have to seek him in all things so that we put God in all that we do and combat the state of mind that is loneliness. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for waking us up this morning and for giving us a new day to rejoice and be glad in. I pray for the peace that you can provide in the life of this person. I ask that you continue to watch over them and to show them what it is that they need to see in order for them to get out of their state of loneliness. And when they do feel lonely at times, dear God, I ask that you remind them and show them so vividly who you are so that they are reminded of who they are. And lastly, dear God, I want to say thank you for what it is that you're preparing this person for. We believe that they have already received the tools and the knowledge that they need in order for them to go through this next stage in life. And we thank you for the joy that they will continue to receive and for the love, the endless love that they have over their lives today and forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. This is episode 14 of Letters to Jaleesa, Compassion Without Compromise podcast. If you have any situations or topics you need advice on or have a Bible story you want to know more about, Send a letter to letters to Jaleesa at gmail.com. That is letters, T-O-J-E-L-I-S-S-A at gmail.com. And I'll respond on my podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm out.